Welcome to Scooby-Doo Legend of the Podcast. So today, we're back with Mother. Hello. Because we're still <laughs> social distancing, quarantining. But we're on chapter 15 with Return of Commander Cool. So I have to admit, this episode was like not at all what I thought it was going to be. I do not remember this one at all. <laughs> so it was a good refresher for me. What did you think of this one? It seemed fast to me. Yeah, like, when they got short. to the the romp, I was like, wait, we're already at the romp? Yeah. It, yeah. It was a fast one. That's how I feel. So in this episode, it takes place at the colossal toy building which is the toy company that makes the commander cool toys so obviously this one is more shaggy and scooby oriented except i have a whole one thing for scooby I, <laughs> more for shaggy this time yeah so fred since we just apparently go in this order <laughs> well also though i noticed it started out too. It wasn't stormy, but it was windy and shaggy. When he introduces it, he says, it, "He says spooky and scary night." It was a spooky and scary night. And a windy night. And it was windy. That's there wasn't really lightning like the last one or thunder. Mm -hmm. It was just looked super windy. The weather affects me. I noticed the weather <laughs> a there. lot. We didn't get, like, a happy daytime shot this time after everything yeah. was over. No. We didn't. So, I don't have a whole lot for Fred, but this one deals with aliens. We have an alien in this episode, and he's very into, like, the Martians idea and whatever because of that uh, national exaggerator. And so he's like, oh, the aliens are planning to invade, and he was just all about this alien idea this time. He thought there was an alien, and in their uh, flying saucers. Yeah. And kept seeing flying saucers, or a flying saucer. And he said that he read in the National Exaggerator that aliens eat human brains... That was at one point. For dinner. Oh, for dinner. I didn't get that part. Yeah. They eat them for dinner. So apparently it's nighttime. Why are they at this? <laughs> Late. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Again. <clears throat> um, I only have one more note for Fred. Well, he told me. But that he thought it w the alien was stupendous. This guy that we meet. But that's all I have for Fred. He was just into the whole aliens. I had in the beginning, well, there was, so in the beginning, a monster-like thing comes out, and it's Zeke. They were calling him Zeke, and, but uh, Red Herring pops out. Red Herring is in the costume of Zeke, and then I had, at one point, well, we'll get more into this when we talk about other people. But they have a list of suspects, and Fred is 
saying he's surprised that Red Herring's name is not on the suspect list. <laughs> and I have something else and I can't read my writing. A job for Scooby Detective Agnox? I don't know that one. Uh-oh. Oh, well, huh? So, is that all you had for Fred? That's all I have for Fred. So, okay. Daphne, I actually have quite a bit for Daphne this episode. Uh, one random note is that she was, like, not into the fact that this commander cool dummy thing was... Uh, like its cape or something was made out of polyester. Oh yeah, I didn't write that down, but I heard it. And yeah, I don't know. That was just interesting. I'm like, what's fancy fabric then? Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know different types of fabric. Polyester is. They used to make fun of if you wore polyester pants. Oh. Like maybe it was pants then. Kind of a shiny. Hmm. And. Yeah, back in the day, you'd be made fun of if you wore polyester pants. <laughs> so, maybe it has something with that. And she also didn't like the shade of red. They find a lipstick <laughs> container thing eventually, and she didn't like the, the shade of red that it was. Mm -hmm. I'm like, girl, you are too picky this episode. <laughs> too high maintenance, goodness. Doesn't <laughs> like... I feel like she didn't like a lot. <laughs> uh, she also... Uh, I mean, we'll get more into this soon, but Shaggy starts acting like Commander Cool, his, like, idol, superhero, whatever, and she doesn't like him as Commander Cool. She's like, oh, I can't wait till he's back to normal, and... Yes, now I have... So at one point, he says, Upward Ho! And Daphne is like, oh, I can't wait till he's back to himself. And then at another point, Shaggy, this is when he thinks he's Commander Cool still. He says, come on, kids. And she says that again. Mm -hmm. Like, ugh, when is he going to be back to himself? I don't like this. So, I mean, at least she likes Shaggy's personality. <laughs> yeah, she likes the real Shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we once again get that she's disgusted by dust. This has been, like, a reoccurring thing so far. She just doesn't do dust. <laughs> but... At Mr. Creepley's house. Yes. They are walking up the steps and on the railing. She runs her finger across it and there's dust and she does not like it. And so she calls for... Is it Mr. Jenkins? Yes, Mr. Jenkins. And he shows up and he's all decked out like a... He's a butler. A butler, yes. Yeah. And he dusts the dust away for her. Well, so this is a big deal because in the episode where they went to her house to see her new room, but then everything was stolen, oh. uh, their butler in that episode was leaving he was retiring to become the chef or whatever. So this is our first time seeing her new butler, who is Jenkins. And apparently, he just come call, comes when she calls for him. Yeah, he appears out of nowhere. I've been saying for a while now, I wonder when he's going to come, because I remember him. 
he she would just call him and he would come do whatever he's now my one thing i'm wondering though is if he's gonna replace velma's like have everything if she'll just call jenkins and mm. he'll bring them whatever now so i don't know we'll have to see this is the first time we're seeing him but anyways i was excited to see him because i have been waiting for him <laughs> and now this kind of makes sense because we knew that their other butler was retiring so it's like oh jenkins is their new butler so i wish i had a butler that i just called <laughs> well and another thing i mean i kind of noted this more for the butler but while we're talking about it is he wouldn't uh, leave until she dismissed him. Mm. Because he was still standing there after he came the first time to dust. Uh-huh. And she, like, turns around and is like, oh, that's all. And then he could leave. Oh, yeah. So. Yes, you're right. Anyway, really excited for Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> so Daphne doesn't believe in flying or, like, Daphne doesn't believe that flying saucers are real, even though she saw one, she said. Yes. And this goes along with the Halloween episode where we saw a real ghost, and she said to the ghost, you know, I still don't believe in real ghosts, you know, even though you're real and whatever. Like, she just can't accept the fact that they're real right now. Even though I see you. Mm -hmm. Seeing isn't believing, apparently, to her. <laughs> she still has the Scooby Snacks, but we learned she also has Mellow Mutt Munchies. Because she offered Scooby a Scooby Snack, and he's like, ooh, yes. But then Shaggy, at that time, still thought he was Commander Cool. And so he was saying, no. No, he can't have... Because Scooby is... Who's Scooby? Oh, he's dressed up, yeah, as Mellow Mutt. Mm -hmm. And so Shaggy's saying, no, Mellow Mutt can't have a Scooby snack. So then she comes out with Mellow Mutt munchies. Yes. And then Shaggy says, that's okay for Scooby to have one of those. So then my last note for Daphne is that she thinks the alien is Mr. Creepley. And that's all I had for her. And well, and I just had that she offered him the Scooby snack to try to get them to go back into the house. Into, where were they? Um, At the toy the, yeah. company? Because they had come out and they needed them to go back in. And they were saying Scooby and Shaggy go in. And no, I don't want to. And so she says, for a Scooby snack? <laughs> okay. Velma. So, uh oh. Try this again. So, Velma, we meet another one of her uh, relatives. We meet her uncle Elmo. Wow, where did I miss this one? <laughs> oh, you missed Uncle Elmo? He was the one that like diagnosed Shaggy and was like, oh, just go okay. along with it. Okay, well, I didn't pick up. Wow. Okay. Go me. But, like, was he a doctor or, like, a psychiatrist? He probably, like, a... Yeah, psychiatrist, psychologist. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, we didn't get, like, a last name with him, so we don't know what side of the family he's on. 
But he had the same glasses as Velma. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Is that on? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, we learn, I mean, we've kind of known, but, like, it's plainly said in this episode that Velma's a quick thinker. <laughs> Fred tells her that. And then, uh, Shaggy actually starts coming up with a plan to catch the alien, and Velma's just like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, but do you need help with it? Like, I'll offer to help, but I'll go along with your plan, because Shaggy was still thinking he was Commander Cool. And that's all I have for Velma. <laughs> well, the one thing I noticed, I think you guys discussed this already once, is when they're, she was running with Fred and Daphne, and their feet run normal like they're running, and yep. hers are diddly 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 yep. diddly diddly diddly. And then I have that she said jinkies three times. Oh. Once when they found the blueprints. Once I have in the workshop. And then when they found the notebook and she looks through it and she says oh jinkies and then at the end she explains and i understood why she said that when she found the notebook and one thing i well she had her computer again and her suitcase and is the suitcase always blue i thought it was more of like a brown tan was it, or was the computer blue? The computer is probably more blue. Blue, okay. And now I'm like, now I gotta look at the suitcase more and see if it's the same suitcase <laughs> all the time. Well, we know one of her computers broke one time. Yeah. So she's gotten a new one since. I remember that. Oh, dogs. So Shaggy, this was definitely more of a Shaggy-oriented episode. Uh, yes. He's dressed as Commander Cool again. We haven't seen him in this outfit since the Halloween episode. Uh, does he get hit on the head or does he fall? I didn't see like how he believed he was Commander Cool. Seems what like he fell because he was laying. Well, no, stuff. T- a bunch of stuff fell on him. Okay, so because remember he. Could, they're like, oh no the other ones and then he sticks his head out and they're like are you okay and he's like well i think and he looks down and he has that commander cool outfit on so then he oh yes and he went right into being commander cool that's what i remember i was filming at that time (laughs) (laughs) so yeah he agrees to be or he thinks he's commander cool so he's brave and you know wants to take on the challenge and uh velma's uncle tells the kids to just go along with it and he'll come out of it so uh shaggy agrees to take on the case but he like says tells the gang like this isn't a job for kids and whatever. So he doesn't believe he's a kid. and But the others are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he kept calling them kids for a while of the episode. Right, and that's what Daphne... Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not kids. And then, my last note for Shaggy, wow, go me. 
uh, he hits his head again, and that's how he like goes back into thinking is Shaggy again. Mm-hmm. That time, he was on the floor then too. Because they had that, it was like a looked like a big metal tube that they were rolling at mm. each other, and the monster they rolled it at the monster, and then the monster rolled it at Shaggy, and it knocked him down. happened last time <laughs> i know it was gonna happen had we started we hadn't started scooby then no okay so that's why we are whole one thing for scooby and i have yeah so we'll see hopefully we have each have something different for scooby <laughs> all i have is that he's dressed as melomut i have one more thing oh, okay wow ah. That's oh. your one more. It's going. Oh, okay. Um, well, yeah, Scoob was dressed up as Mellow Matt, but I also have that Velma, which now, what, did you say it was her uncle? Mm-hmm. I think it was her uncle offered her a lollipop. Oh, yeah. And she said no, She didn't. that she didn't want it, so Scooby takes it. Yes. So he, and I was trying to remember what color the lollipop was, but it was the good old-fashioned circle around two colors. Like, I think it was like a pink and white-ish. I was thinking red and white or pink and white. But Scooby took that yeah. lollipop instead. Cool didn't stop him from that either. No. Nope. He let him have it. But again, Shaggy and Scooby are kind of one in the same. Right. So. Yeah. But Commander Cool said, no way on the Scooby Snacks. Yeah. He was bossy about that. So Red Herring, like we said, showed up in the episode. Uh, he dresses up as some creature, like we said again, and scares Scooby and Shaggy. And then he starts messing with stuff and like transports himself to some snowy place. And he always says weenie. <laughs> Calls them little weenies. Yeah, weenies. <laughs> and that just makes me laugh. It's <laughs> funny, like his thing. That's what he says. <laughs> or uh, he also will say too, uh, when other people are laughing at him, it's not very funny. <laughs> so, but yeah, we had red herring. That's all I had for him. He kept transporting himself to other places till the end of the episode. Uh, Someone took the remote thing from him. Oh, yeah. So then he wouldn't keep going. Going, uh... Um, I... Well, no, go ahead. Well... I was gonna go into side characters now. Yes. Okay. So we have Carol Colossal in this episode. She is, like, the owner of the toy building facility thing. Mm -hmm. uh, she believes that Stu Pendus, who is a, another toy company runner person, whatever, uh, is behind the alien and has been spying on them. Is that Mr. Creepley? No. So Stu Pendus is the one that owns a different toy company. The called... Stu Pendus Toys. Yeah. Okay. And he, he's like the one that called on the phone and was like, I'm not spying oh. on you. And then they, she opens the curtains and there's a huge yeah, telescope. telescope. 
And then it switches the one time when he says something to the effect of, she's spying on me. I think they were on the phone, and she says, I'm not spying on you. Yeah, she called him. Yes. So, but yeah, that's all I have for Carol, but yeah, she just owned the, the toy company. That's, yeah. So then, stupendous. What about um, Barbara Simone? Oh, I know. I have her way at the bottom. Well, I have her next to Carol because she's Carol's secretary or assistant. Yeah, I didn't get all that until the end of the episode. That's all I had for Barbara, though, was that she was the assistant, but she, like, would help the game. She was almost like a second Jenkins. Well, she handed them... She was the one that handed them the suspect list. Mm. She had that, and that's... They were saying... Like, Carol was saying that Barbara is such a good secretary and very organized her on top of it. Yeah, very on top of it. So, that's what I had for Barbara. So... So, Stu, he wanted to go after the Colossal Toys Company after the Commander Cool Toys went out on the market before his superhero toy idea. And so he basically is blaming Carol for his demise of his company. Mm -hmm. Basically that she stole the idea from him. Uh, I put down that I wore a bolo tie. I don't know why, but it was just interesting. I didn't notice that. And he actually tells the gang that he he isn't behind the alien, but that he wishes he would he would have joined the alien in its plan. (laughs) And that's what I had for Stu. Now I had that Mr. Creepley was fired by Carol because because he made creepy toys and he he was on the suspect list because she had fired him so they thought that it could have been him that she he was mad at her he reminded me of the I don't know what his name is but the like Frankenstein butler guy of the Adams family oh Like, he just looked dressed like that and whatever. <laughs> he was kind of creepy. Speaking of which, uh, the gang will actually have an episode with the Adams family. Ooh. One time, it won't be for a while in our timeline. It will be after Scooby-Doo, where are you? But, yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, maybe you and I have to watch that <laughs> separately. We need to watch that series, honestly, because a lot of those guest stars you know mm. and be like, oh, I know them. Like Laurel and Hardy. And, oh my gosh. Okay, uh, Laurel and Hardy. So I had the same teacher for fifth and sixth grade because where I grew up, you didn't, you were still in elementary in sixth grade and I had the same teacher. And anyway, every Friday we watched. Uh, Laurel, he was a good teacher too. I'm sure there was something to do with why he let us watch those. We watched a Laurel and Hardy 
every Friday. <laughs> so I like Laurel and Hardy. Laurel and Hardy. There's Three Stooges. There's Sunny and Cher. Oh my gosh. There's Dick Van Dyke. Oh my gosh. Uh, trying to think what his name was. Oh, there's Don Adams. Oh. You know, from the Andy Griffith. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, there's Batman and Robin, but... Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of his name. He was in the band The Monkees. Oh. <laughs> um, there was, like, Mama Cass Elliot. I don't know if you know who mm -mm. she is. She's, she's funny. Oh, there's uh, Jonathan Winters. He was a comedian. London would know all these. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Maybe I need to do that series with London. But... Anyway, we might have to watch <clears throat> some of those. those episodes while we're in quarantine. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to the episode. Uh, that's all I have for side characters. So the villain. Can I say something about oh. during the romp? Oh, sure. Go ahead. So during the romp, since it was all about toys, I noticed that they stopped and played with toys. Oh. So they played ping pong. They ran past oh, a ping yeah, pong yeah. table. I remember that. And then they came back to it, and, and they were playing ping pong with <laughs> the alien. Yep. And then the alien, what are those toys that you stand on and there's a spring in the middle and you hop on it? Oh, yeah, pogo stick. Pogo stick. Okay, pogo stick. Um, he was just hopping on a pogo stick, and I just thought it was funny that during the romp they were playing with toys since, you know, it was all about these toys. <laughs> so, that's what I just had for that. So the villain was a, not just an alien, it was a monster alien. Said it in the romp song, actually, that he was a monster alien. And... Basically, he's like this dark green blob with one eye, and like his tongue was a bunch of tentacles, but they acted as his arms as well. They reminded me too the way they looked like worms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. More like worms than tentacles. I felt like they, because like they weren't. They were all the same width all the way down, but they had the little lines like if you drew a worm. Yep. It reminded me of a bunch of worms. So he, he, uh, the alien, wanted to basically destroy Commander Cool. He kept going after Shaggy. Because he thought Shaggy was Commander Cool. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I didn't really get what he was trying to do until obviously it was revealed. But, yeah, he was trying to stop Commander Cool. Yes, he was. So then the criminal ended up being Barbara Simone, who was the assistant, and she wanted to steal the toy blueprints. And so the lipstick was a one clue, the blueprints were a clue, and then earlier when we talked about Velma, and she said jinkies when they found the notebook, Mm -hmm. Which the notebook was on Shaggy's head. No, on Scooby's head. And they're like, what? What's this? Anyway, when she's looking through 
the notebook and she says, oh, jinkies. And they're like, what? And then she says, why? She said, because everything was written in shorthand. Oh. So back in the day, secretaries and that when they took notes used shorthand because it's a fast way, which I used to know shorthand, but I don't know it anymore. It's been too long. Um, but that's where Velma said she knew when she found the notebook. Yeah. She knew who it was because the notebook was in shorthand. Ha ha. So. The clues. The clues. Jeez. <clears throat> okay. So. Do you think Barbara Simone has good enough reason to come back? Well, why was she... She just wanted to take yeah, it over. She just wanted, yeah. I, honestly, her plan was weak. I didn't, I didn't like her plan at all. She was just trying to steal the blueprints, like. To well. <laughs> she didn't have a good plan. <laughs> it's like almost so. Does any villain? Is what you're doing right? No, <laughs> get out of here. I mean, no, but <laughs> we will have them come back. Have some come back for revenge mm. and we learn eventually well we learn in one movie that is a revenge plot that every criminal they've ever caught wants revenge just not all of them go through with it not all oh. of them have the umph to do it again uh-huh and then we learn uh this is gonna be first time saying this but the end of our timeline, as it stands, is going to be Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. And we learn in that movie that uh, their time in prison, actually, I've talked about this with London a little bit, but their time in prison uh, kind of makes them realize, basically, what they're doing and whatever. And one criminal that got out of jail but doesn't have, you know, do a revenge plot... They kind of talk with, and he basically tells them, you know, we dressed up and we were, we weren't happy with who we were in the first place, and so we thought dressing up as a creature made us better, and you know, and we thought we could get away with our actions because we were something else, not who we are and whatever. Anyway. Hmm. Really sentimental moment in that movie, but... Yeah. Anyways, we will actually get some, like, behind the minds of the criminals eventually. Like, why they thought it was okay, why they did it in the first place. So, not for all of them, but... For some of them. Mm -hmm. So, actually, Barbara Simone is the first one that is going to come back. Oh. Not for revenge, oh. but the first criminal that we will see again because she'll come back in season three of A Pup Named Scooby-Doo in the next season uh, because Carol uh, thinks she's just too good of an assistant and those don't come around too often and so they sign a, a work leave that uh, she can only be out of prison when she's working. So she kind of forgives her mm -hmm. and lets her come back. That's interesting. So, yeah, she is the first criminal we will wow. see come back. Interesting. 
So, yeah, that's all I have for this episode. Can you edit this back in? I remembered something I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry. We can just add it now. Um, okay. Before Dad called. Something back to Shaggy. Mm-hmm. When that metal thing was rolling and crashing down, and then he woke up, and he was back to Shaggy. He's, like, looking around. Hmm. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, surprise! <laughs> I'm hungry! <laughs> you didn't eat the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because uh, Scooby got the, uh, what you call it, the mellow mutt munchies. Yeah. But Shaggy, yeah, he didn't eat. He was hungry. Anyway. So, one little thing in this episode I noticed... I can't remember what it was now, but there was like an animal or something that had the same laugh as Muttley. He's another Hanna-Barbera character. He's a dog. He's the dog of Dick Dastardly. Just a random little side note. Huh. Um, but yeah, so as for continuity-wise, uh, we obviously were seeing Shaggy be brave in this episode, but he's being brave because he thinks he's someone else. And... In a movie uh, called Scooby-Doo Legend of the Phantasaur, it is a ghost dinosaur. <laughs> uh, basically, Shaggy gets scared so much, he's, he's like <clears throat> gone through too many mysteries, gone through too many spooks that it's just affected him too much and he's so scared that he shuts down basically. And so they, like, get told, you know, you can't be around anything scary. Like, basically just no more mysteries, you know, let them calm down and whatever. And so they went to Daphne's, like, uncle's something. Anyway, uh, basically there's, like, this dude there that's running this spa resort. And um. he knows uh, how to hypnotize. And so he makes Shaggy believe that he's brave when the like word this magic word is said and whatever <laughs> and anyway the whole movie they're trying to find out what the word is because the dude that hypnotized him hypnotized himself so he's like i don't remember the word oh and but shaggy figure or scooby figures out the word but since he has his speech impediment <laughs> they can't figure it out so the word is bad when they say when someone says the word bad, then Shaggy becomes brave, and so, you know, Scooby's sitting in like, rad, rad, and so they're like rat, like rad, rag, and he's just like, oh my gosh, Scooby by the end has just had it. He's like, I give up. Is that kind of like probably how Trell feels when yeah. he says something that we can't? <laughs> what are you saying? Show me. And he says it over and over. I don't know, buddy. <laughs> but, so it just made me think, you know, he'll be hypnotized again to believe he's brave. And he does get really brave. And that's the movie where the Shaggy meme came from last year. If anybody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then my last continuity note is with Daphne and her fabric knowledge. Uh, this will actually come into play a lot more throughout the rest of time. They're, a lot of times, if they're not with Daphne, they'll, like, 
take a piece of fabric or something and be like, Daphne, what is this? And whatever. And uh, there's an episode in Mr. Incorporated where they get sent some gator skin products and whatever. And it's from this town that used to make gator products and that was like their gold mine and that was what the town was known for and the town's called Gatorsburg and but the town's been abandoned for years and whatever so you know obviously you know gator products have been made so anyway they mysteriously get a product from Gatorsburg and they're like what the heck and uh you know so they go investigate blah 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 anyway they find more gators uh gator product and whatever and <laughs> she's like she is a brave woman at this point she grabs a belt doesn't just like touch the belt grabs the belt wraps it around her arm and it like burns her basically because she's allergic to artificial animal oh. uh, whatever you call that and anyway yeah so she's gonna know her her fabric her <laughs> Her clothing <laughs> stuff. Anyway, that's all I have now. That's all I got. Mm, me too. <laughs> so this was a uh, an interesting episode. We got a whiny dog. <laughs> what? You were asleep. You didn't even watch the episode. Did I spoil it for you? <laughs> <laughs> so if you'd like to get in contact with us on the podcast you can find us on twitter at sd legend podcast and that goes same for instagram at sd legend podcast you can also email us if you'd like at sd legend podcast at gmail.com uh we've been getting some emails there and i've been enjoying them uh if They've been asking questions about the timeline, and that's perfectly fine. If you do email us and you would like us to, we will answer them on the podcast. So feel free to do so. It gives us, you know, more conversation and more to think about, you know, more perspective to look at. So please do not hesitate. If you'd like to get in contact with me personally, you can find me on Twitter at jazz820 and on instagram at smash underscore vlogs and i also have a youtube channel where i do other scooby content along with other types of content and it is smash lower case sm all uppercase ash if you just search ashton hardy it should be one of the first ones to pop up so that's gonna do it for this episode you're going to probably get more of Mother and I because we're in our quarantine era of life at the moment. <laughs> so thank you all for tuning in to this episode. And we will catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.